What is going on, everybody? It is yours truly, Mr. OK Fabe here. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the World of Fandom Podcast, a podcast about you, about me, and everything in between that has to do with fandom. Of course, I'm not alone. I'm joined with my brother from another mother. I got with me Mr. Andrew Cutter, Inc. Andrew, how are you? I'm living the dream. How are you? Good. You know what's funny? I went back and I listened to last week's episode, which if you haven't listened to last week's episode, um, it's actually, you ready for this, Andrew? It's one of our most downloaded. Oh, yeah. Um, It is one of our most played episodes, and it's interesting because uh, it is one where we just kind of went off the rails and just had fun talking about random stuff. Um, Telling you that formula works. People don't give a shit about uniformity. They want fucking randomness. I mean, it does help that we were kind of just like literally it was an ADD wet dream, just bouncing from one place to another. I mean, there was there was literally no rhyme or reason. If you want to go back and check it out, it was episode thirteen. It was our uh, second episode. No, first episode of the second season. No, yeah, second episode of the second season. It was good stuff. Make sure you guys go check it out. And of course, make sure you also follow us on social media. We are trying to be active again over on the Twitters. Um, that of course you can follow Andrew at Andrew Cutter Inc on Twitter, myself at OKFabe on Twitter, and of course, follow the show at PodFandom if you guys want the latest on when the episodes do drop. But uh, Andrew, we got some interesting tidbits this week. Um, we are going to talk about the, the Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut of Justice League is coming out this week. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, <laughs> the South Park um, vaccination special, which we were just talking about it like literally for two seconds and we were already cracking up about it. And spoiler, oh, yeah. spoiler alert, we both loved it, but we'll go into why in a little bit. But Andrew, you got any hot takes for us this week? What's up? What's what's going on your end? I have a personal hot take that has nothing to do with anything. Actually, I have two. Okay. I'll, uh, one real quickly. By the way. Bravely Default 2, fantastic JRPG. Everyone should pick it up. That's all I have to say, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a step back. Okay. This is my big, my big personal fucking hot take, right? Back in the day, you knew how important it was for you and I to get the WWE volumes, like Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 3, Volume 4, Ruthless Aggression, Forcible Entry, all those things, right? Because the fucking entrances for WWE wrestlers is like half the product. And for the longest time, you couldn't get some of the entrances. Yep. So recently, I've been downloading a bunch of them, Mm -hmm. like... Just, just to add to my playlist, because, dude, there's nothing more to jam out to than wrestling songs while you're doing a set, right? <laughs> but there's just, there's just been some songs that have been elusive. Dude, I found out that if you don't search by WWE, but you actually search by Jim Johnson, yes. you find that he has this total, like, a, I think it's like a 13-volume series called Uncaged, yep. where they have, ready, ready, some of my favorite songs that have been exclusive. Rock's 2003 Hollywood theme, mm-hmm. Stone Cold's Alliance theme, which is one of the you, best. You have no idea Stone. how much Andrew loves that. It's a good theme. I'm not denying it, but Andrew like is obsessed with oh it. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> um, I love it. So, and not just that, but random like stuff like The Rock's first two theme songs, which were never available, right? Nation of Domination variants, mm-hmm. right? All these different things. The DX from 2000, where it's like a mix between like the forcible entry DX song and the normal DX song. Long and short of it is, is I just wasted about twenty dollars downloading these music. <laughs> oh no! And the, and, and the coup de grace, right? Yeah. If the Austin and the Rock song wasn't as big enough, because those are my two favorite versions of those characters. They had the Eddie Guerrero song where it starts off like it's ringing on his cell phone, where he goes, "Bring, bring, bring!" He goes, "Can you feel the heat? Mm-hmm. I cheat steel." Oh my God, that's such a good theme. 
oh my god, I'm going to be in the gym tomorrow doing my benches <laughs> to say, lie, cheat, steal. Dude, I'm so pumped. But that's my small hype pick. So a couple things about that. First of all, I just want to drop two two names. Uh, Forcible Entry. Oh yeah. Remember that? Remember that album? It was one of the best. And then the anthology series. And I remember, I remember mm-hmm. this very vividly. Do you remember when me, you, and your dad went to that cabin when we were kids? Yeah. Well, we called it the camp, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the one where we had to like get the water for the toilet. Correct. Yeah. Yes. I remember I said, like, oh, I brought the anthology with me. He goes, oh, the Beatles? I'm like, no, WWE. <laughs> 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 That's how much of a nerd we were. Um, I just, stupid little memory that just popped in my head. Um, hey, it's a funny thing. Driving home tonight, we're trying to get the boys to sleep, as you know, by the various text messages I'm sending. Yeah. And I'm blasting the music in my AirPod. No one else can hear it except for me. But I'm sitting there, I go, you think you can tell me what to do? You know who you're talking to. Break it down. Da, 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 da. And then Chrissy's like, stop singing your wrestling music. And then you just see me lip syncing it. Oh, it's great. I, Anyways. I, uh, that, no, th- those, there was some good stuff. And I, I meant to tell you about that. I forgot that. that uh, I, I heard about that a couple of years ago that, like, Jim Johnson secretly released, like, a bunch of stuff that he uh, that was unreleased. And on top of that, he actually did an interview, which is rare, recently, where he just like, yeah, the current music shit. It is. Dude. I mean, he's, there's, he's there's, not. I mean, there, a, there's some good stuff out there. There's a few good. I like Seth Rollins. Although I liked his first song, like Bobby Roode. One, uh, Bobby Roode's song is so on point, right? I, I, I'm cool with Drew McIntyre's song, but dude, the, some of them are just like boring as fuck. Yep. Like I love Bobby Lashley. I think Bobby Lashley is amazing, but the Hurt Business song is just boring. I don't know, whatever. <clears throat> but um, speaking of wrestling, of course, WrestleMania is right around the corner. We've got WrestleMania in like less than a month. We were talking about this before because Andrew like still asked me, he's like, "Hey, what's going on with the Mania card?" I'm like, "Dude, um, I don't even think they know at this point." <laughs> Apparently not. Literally, all the matches that I heard that were like penciled in for Mania, with the exception of obviously Edge and uh, Roman again, Bianca and Sasha, and that cat who's in heat. Um, <laughs> seriously, it sounds like it's saying, fuck me! Fuck. She's just happy she's getting alone time. Kill me, please. Okay. Um, is Everything's on for Fastlane, which is this Sunday. It's like, what the fuck is going on? But anyway, um, but no, the... Uh, oh, yeah, that's this Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, it's the first one on the, on the Peacock. Peacock, cock, cock, mm. cock, peacock, cock. But let's talk about um, let's talk about some interesting things here. We, we two things we wanted to bring up real quick. Um, which one do you want to tackle first? I well, you know how much of a DC fan I am, so maybe we should wait and save that for okay. later. Okay. Uh, and attack pandemic special. I mean vaccination special. So if you if you guys don't know, South Park has not done a new season of of, of shows yet. However, what they did was. They did two specials. Um, one a while back was called the Pandemic Special, which I definitely still recommend you check out. The other just came out this past Wednesday. It was a one-hour vaccination special. And yep. I got to tell you, first off, I love me some South Park. I've, I've grown to appreciate it and love it even more in later years. Um, but the, the stuff they've come out with recently has been fucking knocking it out of the park. Um, yeah. 
I don't want to try and spoil too, too much, uh, but we might spoil some things. So just as a heads up, if you want to skip ahead to the Justice League stuff that we'll talk about later on, uh, there might be some potential spoilers. But let me just say this right now. Go watch it. It is fucking phenomenal. Um, between the writing, the, sat- the, the satire they're known for, um, I think... From, I mean, what, what, what did you think, Andrew? I want to, I want to go into like my favorite parts right off the bat, but I want to hear your opinions on it. Well, I think there was a lot of stuff that I like individually. Um, I, I think as a story as a whole, uh, I think the vaccine, uh, the pandemic special was better. Um, kind of like what you said, it's because Randy Marsh was in it. Yeah, I'm, Randy a big, Marsh is, I'm a big sucker for Randy Marsh. Yeah. He's probably my favorite adult character on the show. But I think for individual jokes, this might have been better. And I think my favorite run-on joke, and I said this on TikTok, but I'll say it again, is I love the joke that Stan Cartman and Kyle are treating Kenny like he's a kid, and they're all going through a divorce. <laughs> divorce yeah. So, so, dude, they literally tell him, hey, go go, go watch your, your shows. Go watch Blippi and put your headphones on. Here's okay? Madagascar 3 on the iPad. <laughs> you know what? Every parent does that whenever there's an argument or something. Hey, buddy, go play Mario Kart. Mommy and Daddy just oh, have your talk. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So that that was great. And you know what? The great thing about South Park is South Park is a constant reminder to everyone to chill the fuck out. Like, I think the great thing about it is that South Park makes fun of everything. So whether you're on the political left or the political right, you're going to get made fun of. And the best thing to do is don't take it to heart. Because they're probably right, and you should just enjoy it. And and they do such a good job at just just down the center and make fun of everyone. And that's the great thing about them. But um, there, there was a lot of hilarious things that went on in this. What were some of your favorite jokes? The thing was, and I was about to get to that, was while the story itself was funny and they always kept me entertaining with those like little things like that, for me, it was the little tiny things that you have to keep an mm-hmm. eye out for. Uh, for example, when the when the white was like, the Hollywood elite, and if you look when they were going through the pictures, obviously you saw Matt's Matt Parker and uh, no Trey Stone and Matt Parker as part of the as part of the list of the creators. I just thought that was really funny. But my Dude, that was <clears throat> another great joke. Not to keep interrupting. Yeah, no, 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 you good. But, but when they said like they harvest kids and they fucking <laughs> take out their was it their adrenaline glands? Yeah, 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 the adrenaline gland or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> um, oh my god! But I think the thing that made me laugh the hardest was <clears throat> when the community kids were fighting the little, the little cuties. Which I fucking yeah. died at the little cuties, but my fa- my favorite part though was the reporter, the reporter on the scene arguing with the reporter and the news station, and he's like, they're just fighting for what they believe for, and fucking a, he's like, well, aren't the cuties doing that too? Yeah, but you know what? Fuck you, Tom, and like, <laughs> it's like it's, it's so, so it's fucking absurd. Like that's how I feel about all that shit, and it was just it was really funny to hear like, no, just fight for what you believe for. Fuck you, Tom. You fucking go to hell. Like it just I I fucking died at that part. That was probably my favorite. I mean, but there's so many other good things. Um. I'm trying to remember what was like the beginning stuff, like Garrison coming back and Mister Mister uh, Mister Mister Service. Mister Service. Oh, I wish they kept <clears throat> Mister Service because he would have been great to well, they, keep. They through. technically did. No, they didn't. They didn't get erased. No, he didn't get erased. He got transformed. Oh, into the giant penis. No, that was that I was Mister White. Mister White. That was he. White. He, he, tra- he transformed back into Mister Hat. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. My jaw hit the floor. And I'm like, <gasps> dude, that was also another great thing where 
they broke the fourth wall and they basically had I'm surprised they, know, I'm surprised it took them that long to do that yeah, well they kind of break the fourth wall every once in a while anyways but yeah they do um, but yeah I mean that was a great fucking scene I, I mean I wonder if they need to do seasons anymore I think that you know I was thinking about this because we haven't seen a South Park season in about two years now right this has been the second year but realistically I don't think they need to do that kind of stuff I, I think they can get away with doing these one hour specials every so often yeah, I agree with that. Um, here's the thing. It can go either which way for them because although you you know how quickly they can bust out an episode and bust right. out a season. And I think one of the qualities and benefits of South Park is the fact that they can be so relevant so quickly. I think we talked about this in our previous podcast. But if something big breaks in the news, let's just say we find out that fucking uh, Joe Biden and... And and Donald Trump DNA to evolve into Omnimon. Like, they come on, Donald, let's that. do this. Digi evolution. <laughs> Did you all energize? Where's my um, digi but, egg? I have to have breakfast. But they can jump on it right away, and they can tackle it right away, rather than waiting for a couple of weeks or months for you know to be relevant. Because listen to this. This was a very relevant special. But I felt as though there was awesome some topics that were more relevant maybe a couple months ago yeah. that they were trying to address in this as well as the current relevant stuff. But, uh, I mean, they can go either which way. Well, dude, how how hilarious, by the way, was it that everyone wanted to get into Walgreens and they were only letting old was, people? That was I was about to say that was I'm like there was something else at the beginning that was really really funny and like the old people like here, dude, fucking bitches, and just like stop doing donuts in the parking lot. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mackey, uh, I'm Mr. Mackey the firefighter guy. <laughs> There's just a lot of good shit. There was there was there was very very little dull moments in that episode, and that was it was it was. Like I said, for me, it was one of my favorites they ever did. <clears throat> like I, again, again, pandemic special is also extremely funny, um, mm-hmm. because Randy is is just the fucking best adult in the entire show. Um, yes. But for me, I don't know. It's 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 a tough call. But there was just a lot of great jokes about this. Um, and if you haven't seen it, we definitely recommend go watching it for free because it is hilarious for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of what else there was. There was some other. I mean, there was a bunch of good stuff with like. The tutors and and the <laughs> the whites. Dude, how how great was it when like everyone was charging the school for vaccination? <laughs> this is my Je- shot. And Jesus, and Jesus was in the crowd. <laughs> oh, the the, 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 the aliens were in the crowd. Yeah, there was like a lot of like if you look closely, you can see some of the older characters. So fucking random. Gonna take my shot because this is my shot. Like fucking American Idol. Mm. Um, Good stuff. Very good stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I, I kind of I hope they keep going. Um, I don't know if they necessarily need to do seasons anymore, but I think do a couple of these specials every so often. But but you're right. Like you, they can crack on an episode so quick. But honestly, if they take the time and do like the hour stuff every so often, I'd rather that. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. And you know what? It's not like they're strapped for cash or anything. No. It's not like they need to do either which way. So right. they can creatively do whatever the fuck they want. Well, my point is, is that like, do you rush the? Do you like possibly ruin the creative process by rushing something out so quick, or do you like let it simmer a little bit more and then, you know, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Again, I guess it depends on how their creative process works. Do well, they work better <laughs> when they have shorter amount of time? Have or you, have you seen the thing? The, the, thing? Si the Six Days Air? Yeah, I've seen that. Ah, oh, it's so good. It is great. I love it. But, I mean, there's a method to the madness of them just being absolute psychos and doing what they're doing. So I guess we would have to ask, in comparative to previous seasons, let's just say the last three seasons, would you say the specials that we've got are better than the entireties of the last three seasons? Ooh, I'd have to go back and rewatch them, to be honest. It's been so yeah. long. So, I mean, that, that would really be the litmus test. So I, I don't have an answer. Usually I do. Usually I'm the smartest person in the room, but not this time. I'm never the smartest person in the room. Let's I just be have... honest. You and I were never the smartest people. Although we were smart in track and field when everyone else was running around town. You and I were at PNS, <laughs> PNS Delhi. Everyone, listen, everyone, listen to this. Connor and I, we did track and field, cross country, <laughs> track and field together, right? And this is how we did things. Well, hold on, hold on. You have to set the stage a little bit first. So... We, we we did we did cross country together in high school, right? And we would do different types of training for for practice, right? But one of them what we would do is we would we would actually run off of the the school campus and run about like I don't know two three four miles in a loop, obviously, and we make our way back. And there are different routes that we would take, but within walking distance on the routes was this like little deli corner store called PNS Deli. And so I'll let Andrew finish the story, which sadly is no longer there. Oh, what? Um, yeah, it got turned into some construction thingy for granite countertops. I don't know. Fucking hell. It happened like a year ago. Yeah. Shit. I blame I blame COVID. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, bl I blame the schools. Yeah. Um, but basically, Connor and I would map out how long the fastest runner was and the slowest runner was, and then we would determine when would our window of opportunity be to leave the pack. So we would kind of meander towards the end, and we would leave the pack, and we would go to PNS, and we would just sit there and eat an Italian sub, and then we would keep track so that when that opening happened again, we would leave PNS, <laughs> run in, and we would resume our spot. I mean, listen, it was. We had it, it down. We had it. We had it down to a science. I because what happened was we would done. We'd done it so many times. We're like, okay, it takes about like. 40-ish minutes to get from here to there so if we if we do this and do that and then we just da, 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 da. and so we timed it so that it wasn't suspicious it's not like we would be like the first like oh we didn't see we didn't see you guys pass like oh well we we took multiple breaks and stopped and shit and then but we, we timed it like we would come back like in the middle of the group so it wasn't really suspicious yeah. it was it was it's literally something out of a fucking Hanna-Barbera cartoon <laughs> and here's the thing people need to understand Con and I were athletic when we were younger, so it's not like we weren't physically fit. Listen, it's not that we didn't like doing athletic things. It's just I fucking hating running, and if there was an opportunity to eat a full Italian sub toasted <laughs> with everything on it or run, guess what you boy is taking that Italian sub every time? I mean, how could you not, right? Exactly. So sad. that we, we I had to swing by there... Um... I uh, we have to I, we have to swing by there and see how the place looks after all these years. Also, I mean, mean I, the school, not the PNS. Although I have yeah. to pay, pay, pay my respects to the Italian sub. Um, well, you know the funny thing is, is I've always wanted to walk back in on because you know you and I. I was at the same school with you for two, first two years, and then I transferred to another school. I always wanted to go back to both of them, but like 
you can't really just walk onto its cool because it's kind of creepy as a full-grown adult. Yeah. You kind of have to have permission and shit. Yeah. But have you seen it lately? Um, only from the outside. It it's looks, uh, so different. It's so, even from when I was there, it's so different. They like, the cafeteria is not the same. It actually looks like fucking Hogwarts. Really? Dude, go on the website. If you, if so, you, you trust me, go on the website. I'm like, I don't even fucking recognize the school anymore. So I'll throw out another shenanigan real quickly. <laughs> Not that it matters. Yeah. Is and and I'm invoking our old friend Darius, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there was another kid there, TJ, I think it was. I forget. It was one of Darius's friends, the, the shorter gentleman. But anyway, yeah. no, you're right. It was TJ. I, I don't think you were part of this lunch. I think you might have had a later lunch this semester. Our, our, lunch, but, our lunches rotated. Did they? I don't know. I don't remember. But anyways, um, I remember one lunch because they got stink bombs. Darius and TJ <laughs> got their hands on stink bombs, <laughs> and they wanted to release them in the cafeteria. Yep. So they coordinated how they wanted to release it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was not part of it, but I knew of the plan, right? So I was, <laughs> I was, only, I was only complicit in the fact that I knew about the plan. Yeah, yeah. And then they coordinated so that when the bell would ring, they would all throw the, they would be at the four corners near the exit, and they would throw the stink bombs down, and then they would just walk away. It was a stupid plan, but it was hilarious. I don't think the stink bombs worked. They weren't no, strong enough. Well, I don't know if this is the same incident or not, but I can tell you that something was very similar to that. So I'm going to try to set this a little bit better. The, 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 to picture the school, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and have people picture this who are listening to us. Picture a, a, a long rectangle cut into four sections, right? Left to right, one, two, three, four, right? So you're, you're you know, I'm, I'm being just general here, but picture that, right? The cafeteria was kind of in between sections three and four on the right hand side. No, it was in section four on the very far right hand side of the building, right? So the mm-hmm. main the main ways to get through the building would be through like the front entrance, which would be near like the third section where like two and three where like three and four meet. And then you have like everywhere else. So ninety-five percent of the people when they would leave for lunch would go through that area because it's like the, the the cafeteria was off of the main lobby the main lobby you had like the main hallway where like all the offices were and then you'd like kind of go from there so that was kind of the main area however there was also a back set of stairs where you could go like <laughs> up and around yeah andrew knows what i'm talking about now you go back and around now i'm not saying that like nobody used this but significantly less people used those set of stairs compared to the others. So Darius in his infinite wisdom bought these stink bombs. Now the stink bombs, if you don't know what they're made of, they're little tiny glass bottles. It's not like it's like plastic or some shit. It was little glass bottles that you would have to either break off the top or you throw it hard enough that it shatters. And you know, they were little tiny little things like, you know the um you know those gummy cokes candies? Do you have you ever had those before? Yeah. Yeah, that's about the size they were. Yeah, then he had it must have been the same incident because those are what he used. Yeah, so he he went up. He, I remember clear as day I was with him, uh, or I was near him. It was one of the two. Like either we were passing each other, or he was behind me, or something. I can't remember. But anyway, but he uh, he showed me. He's like, look what I got. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He goes like this, and he just throws it into a corner. <laughs> and I'm like, why did you throw? It? He goes, why did you throw it? In? I said, why did you throw it in the corner? He's like, well, one, it's not as obvious, and and two, it's guaranteed to break. 
and he proceeds to throw it and one of them didn't break. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, but most of them did. I'm like, I don't think it's that strong. I'm like, I don't think it's going to be that strong for something so small. Nope. It was, it was, it was potent. And the reason I know that is because the corner was right outside the classroom that I was. Go- yeah. I had to have been coming from lunch. Cause I went into the classroom and I after, and the teacher was like, not trying to fucking say anything, but he just had this look on his face. Like, Oh, <laughs> that kid was such a maverick. <clears throat> such a maverick you weren't there for thing. you weren't there for some of the pranks for like the seniors in the last couple of years they were well, they, no. yeah. they, they got so let, let me catch andrew up on some couple of them the best ones i think were one time they they put a um they put a toilet on the headmaster in the headmaster's parking spot mm-hmm. a toilet they put a that's, whole that's to, it? well they filled it with, cement, it filled with shit? cement oh okay they had, they I guess that's pretty good. they had to get a tow truck <laughs> uh, I don't get... even I don't even know what the senior prank was at my school. I think um, they released a bunch of animals. The other prank and I thought this was honestly more clever. Do you remember the the statue of St. Augustine in the lobby? Yes. They turned it into a fish tank. What happened to the statue? They kept it in there. Oh, they sealed oh, it. Right they oh, sealed it, yes. <clears throat> and then they put rocks and shit and everything. And then they put the little deep sea diving guy with the suit, and they filled it with water. Even remember? Uh, do you remember Mr. Miller? I do. Mr. Miller was even like, "Okay, I don't approve of this, but that was clever." <laughs> <laughs> and like he he does he didn't he didn't uh, Mr. Miller was uh he had a short fuse. I'll just I'll just say that much. But anyway, we're going off a topic because that's the way we do things here on the World hey, of Fandom podcast. One last thing. One yeah. last thing out of topic. Yeah. Remember when that was a fire in the bathroom and we got evacuated the bike a whole day and we were fire stuck in the gymnasium? Fire in the bathroom. Fire. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What I loved most about that fire in the bathroom is everyone in the school knew who did it, and <laughs> no one would confess who did it. You know, <clears throat> and for the record, if, if those of you who are listening don't know this, um, we went to, well, the school that we're referring to is a private Catholic school, which we won't name names, but you know what's really funny is that after the fact, and maybe you might attest to this more because you went to a public school afterwards, right? Yes. So what I found funny was when talking to people, even to you, when we were comparing schools, it's like, oh, public school is so much, like, oh, public school is so much inferior to public like, mm. I think less shit happened in public schools than it did. A lot of shit happened at that private school. Dude, the <laughs> stuff that, I mean, the stuff that happened in my public high school were nothing, because the only things that happened in the high school that I went to is drugs. Like, there was a lot of weed, a lot of other things, but, like, it was just drugs. Like, but, like, I went to the bathroom once, and I'll tell you who it is later. I'll tell you who it is later, because mm. I'm not going to name names. But I went to the bathroom once, the men's bathroom. Wait, somebody I know? And... Yes. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I went to the men's bathroom, and they're fucking some chick in the bathroom, in the stall. And I, I'm like, hello? <laughs> is, is, this, is this who I think it is? And they're like, what's up? They go, what's up, Shell Dogger? <laughs> oh, I think I know just from what you just said that day. <laughs> so anyways, the fact that that remains is like, like you, I think you do. I, I, I do. think you do. I think I do know. I think you do. 
<laughs> oh my god yeah that sounds about right <laughs> yep oh my god are you peeing right now no i'm pouring out some water okay good because i'm gonna say this, this god damn it that was a pretty aggressive pee <laughs> listen listen i wouldn't put it past you okay let's let's talk about some actual, let's actually let's talk about some actual Pod, uh, some actual fandom stuff. Justice League Snyder Cut is coming out this week. We're recording this on the 15th. It is out Friday? Friday the 18th? Yeah, yeah Friday. Um, I think we talked about this before. Are you excited for it? I'm very excited for it. Now, I don't think this is going to be a resurgence of the, you know, the uh, the DCEU, as they call it, the DC Extended Universe. I, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this is going to change anything? No, uh, I think that's very evident by the fact that um, the big business model with all the other movies are going in another direction, but I think most importantly, Zack Snyder has stated that he is not going to continue with his vision, and he's not doing another DC movie. Okay. I I figured as much, I just wanted to see, like, you know... um... I mean, if this was big enough, and this if this did the numbers or whatever that HBO or whoever was was looking for, could this could something come of this? Is my question. You know, I think the only thing that would obviously you need Zack Snyder, but funny enough, I think the only thing that's holding these back is some of the actors, right? Mm. So if you look at it, I know Ben Affleck is geared for at least one more movie with the Flash, but. All in all, like, although he's in phenomenal shape, he is getting up there in age, right? Um, and then Ray Fisher has been having uh, disputes, I'll call that. Oh, yeah, disputes yeah. with WB <clears throat> and a lot of the producers, as well as we all know he had a major gripe with Joss Whedon. Yep. So whether or not he will come back is in dispute. So uh, I'm actually really surprised that Ezra Miller is still around because that dude fucking choked out a, a woman <laughs> on camera. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did. Yep. Dude, it's the craziest <laughs> video. It's like Snooki getting punched. It's like it just happens and, and no one cares. You have to like you have to take the few moments to really process like that. Did I just did I just see that? Yeah. What the fuck? But but I mean there must have been more to the story because like yeah. it's been zero backlash. But the fact of the matter is is I think some of the key players are not going to be around for it to happen. And it's a shame because if they just... And, and listen, tragedy struck. There's a reason why Zach didn't finish what he did. Mm-hmm. But if they, in the perfect world, if they kept going the way that they were going to go, they would have been able to tell a three-part story with, at the end of it, Batman dies, and, and you could have kept going with the other characters. What was the reason that he was given that he, he didn't finish? Um, his daughter committed suicide. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I th- uh, yes. It w- there was a death in the family, his daughter, and I believe it was because of suicide. I may be shaky <laughs> on the details, but uh, it happened, like, right in between, and he just said, I, I can't, I, how can I go to work when this has been going on? No, I, so. I, yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. Now, obviously, the reason I was asking this is because, obviously, the news came out that there is a rumor or a leak that J.J. Abrams is set to produce a Superman reboot. I don't know why I have to laugh at this because... (laughs) Okay, tell me how you really feel. Dude, this is going to be bad in every way, shape, or form. Why? Hmm? Well, 
first of all, J.J. Abrams has really not been successful with reboots lately. Uh, the Star Trek reboot has been his best, and it's been shaky mm, at best. A lot of lens flares. And Star Wars, <laughs> like Star oh, yeah, Wars. Yeah, okay, you know what, shit, I completely disconnected him. I think I blocked that out, so that's a good, that's a good point. Correct. And I think it's, <laughs> I uh, there's rumors that they're going to be doing a Superman of color. Yes, I heard about that. I'm not opposed to, but I think it ultimately is not the best route to go right now. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but there has been black Supermans. Uh, most notably is, I believe, is Superman of Earth 23. I could be wrong on the Earth, but Earth 23, where Superman is both black and the president. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's Obama, but um, and he's actually a fairly popular character. He's part of the uh, Justice League incarnate i think it is the the justice league that looks over the multiverse but the thing is is i think that they're actually going to attempt to make clark uh, a man of color which i have no problem with there being a black superman but when you race swap characters in any way shape or form that have been those races for so long it just it's it's never a good idea <clears throat> imagine if i took storm from x-men and turned her white. Or if I took, um, let's say, the, I don't know, um, any Asian character and made them Hispanic. Like, if you're making the character a certain race or ethnicity, you should be doing it for the right reasons. And here's, here's the biggest problem I have with it, Connor, is the fact that they're making, they're willing to make Superman black, but they have all these fantastic black color uh, characters mm. and characters of colors that they're not using. Static, which I think is actually getting a movie, but That's what they, I could heard use, too. they could use Icon, who is basically a black Superman, for lack of a better term. They could use him. Where's Black Lightning? Where's Jon Stewart? Right? They have these characters of color, but they rather change Superman black. So what does that say? about that story it right? means that the pri- yeah I, I get where you're getting at <clears throat> you're they're, you're basically saying that their priorities are not they're, they're saying they're saying it's one thing they're, they're saying they're doing it for one reason but realistically they could well, be doing the same thing in a better way with other characters correct and i think it's a disservice to those characters right mm. if you want to be diverse in how you present representation in movies then by all means be diverse mm. but it's almost an insult to that ethnicity where you say the only reason we're getting a black superhero out there is we have to change the ethnicity of our largest superhero. Why aren't you taking the established characters of those ethnicities and utilizing them? So that being said, do you think they did it right with Marvel and Black Panther? In what, in what way? You mean you, you, introducing a character of a certain ethnicity? In, yes. In, 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 Yes. So the reason why I think Black Panther was an overall done right is because race was not the primary force behind Black Panther. Well, it was definitely a backdrop, right, with Wakanda being an allegory for Africa, but obviously a technologically advanced one, and obviously bringing various elements of race in. It was never about, the story was never about race with Black Panther. It was a story about fathers and sons and lineage and ultimately duty and destiny. So, but 
that's the thing. That's why it succeeded, right? Another great example of Marvel doing a character of color and it's succeeding so well is the Blade movies. Blade was a black vampire, which I don't think they ever really did before in fiction, right? Mm, Most vampires were European white men, right? Or or women. Uh, But Blade fucking comes on the scene and no one talked about him being black and him being black had nothing to do with the story. Mm -hmm. It just was he was a black character that happened to be a fucking badass character, superhero. I, I, I don't know if I should call him superhero. I guess superhero. He's a fucking vampire hunter, but <laughs> I guess technically he's a superhero. But I mean, you, you the, get, answer, the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm just basically saying is that I think it's always a very taboo area when you when you change certain aspects of characters and you don't handle it correctly. I'll give you an example, and not to get too off topic with the Snyder Cut, but I'll give you an example where they where a major change has been made to a character, but it was handled correctly. Um, I don't know if you know who the first Green Lantern was, but the first Green Lantern in the 1940s was Alan Scott. Do you know who he is? No. Okay. You're probably most familiar with Jon Stewart and Hal Jordan as Green Lanterns, right? There's been multiple. So it's Jessica Cruz, Simon Baz, Guy Gardner, Kyle Rayner, right? But the first one was Alan Scott. And and just opposed to that is the first flash with Jay Garrick. What happened is in 1959, the Silver Age happened, and a lot of characters got changed. So the only characters from DC that stayed the same were Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Robin. And then Flash, Green Lantern, Adam, Hawkman, all of them got new origins, new looks, everything, right? But in 1985, they merged the histories together. So Alan Scott existed in the same world that... Hal Jordan existed. Here's the thing. Ready? Stay with me. In 2011, they decided to separate the worlds again. So Alan Scott was on another world and was a completely new character. And they decided to change his sexual preference from straight to gay, which was kind of out of left field because instead of being this old man, he's now a young man again because they reset their ages. He's a young man and just some of the characters gay. And it feels kind of weird and out of left field. Now, recently, they've merged the histories back together, and now he's an old man who's gay. But he's an old man that's coming out saying, I've always been gay, right? I've had wives before. But the reason why I never really came out is because I grew up in a time where I didn't know what it meant to be gay, and it wasn't really something that you came out about. Some of my friends knew. I had friends that were males, that were close personal friends. But for the most part, the reason why I never came out is because I came from a different time and era where it just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And and that, that, that works for a character. <clears throat> it makes sense for me to believe that Alan Scott, who at this point in comic books is probably in his 90s, never came out because he grew up in a time period where coming out was a dangerous thing. And he probably held it in for so long because of that. And they, they handled it with grace, and they made a change to the character with grace, and it made sense, as opposed to in Marvel, where Iceman suddenly becoming gay is because he was always closeted, and he's just randomly gay. There's, there's no effort that was put into it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, now I get so, what you're saying, yep. So if you're going to do something that's going to change the fundamentals of a character, whether it be their, their race, their sexual preference 
even if you do a gender switch or something like that, mm -hmm. you just got to make sure that it's written correctly or you look like you're pandering towards a specific ideology or political belief. Welcome to, thank you for coming to Andrew's TED Talk. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to belittle anything you said. Everything you said was fantastically said and well and 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 well put together. I just needed to put a little TED talk at the end of there. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. I fun. really have nothing to add to that because it was so well well spoken and well said, my friend. Can't really put uh, can't uh, add anything to perfection. Yeah. Other Thank than you. talking about the <laughs> derailing this whole thing <laughs> and talking about the proposed Snyder trilogy now. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, obviously we're talking about the Snyder Cut and Justice League's coming out this Friday. Um, but originally, the plan was for Zack Snyder to do three Justice League movies. Now, the only reason I bring this up is because I actually stumbled upon this up on TikTok. There's a guy I follow, and he talked about this. He's like, oh, the, the proposed Snyder trilogy came out, and it's a doozy. And he went over this. My jaw hit the floor mm. of just how f fucking far out there this thing would have gone. Have you heard about yeah. these? I have, yes. So I, I, I've tried to get some more confirmation online, and there's varying different reports. So what I might have here on my notes might be different, so you can obviously correct me or tell me what you've heard. But here's here's what I had. So let me just pull up my notes here for what this proposed – I mean, it's, it's – um, it is a doozy, but it does make sense. It does help explain a couple of the things in – both the Justice League that we got and the Batman v Superman um, in terms of certain little scenes. So first off, it said that um, Snyder would have had Bruce and Lois Lane have an affair while Superman Correct. was dead. Is it really an affair? Like, he's dead. <laughs> We're off to a good start here. <laughs> first, it, of all, first, first of all. Technically, is it? <laughs> first of all. I don't like the idea of Bruce and Lois hooking up. Not my thing. Oh, it gets but, worse. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Baby and all. But listen, yep. Yep. listen, listen, listen. Yep. Is it an affair if he's dead? <laughs> he's, he is dead. <laughs> Just point that out there. Andrew, we have a lot of shit to dig through, and I don't think we have enough time to go over the, 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 the qualifications of a fair versus a widow. Oh, God, that's fucking, that's great. I mean, no, but okay. Um... So, and then in which case Lois would become pregnant with Bruce's kid. Um, Lex Luthor, as we saw at the end credit scene of the original Justice League, was going to put together his Legion of Doom, which would, which would have the villains from the Flash, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman movies. So would he actually be... It would actually feel like a Legion of Doom. Now yes. keep in mind, this is the sequel. This is the sequel. This is the second movie I'm talking about here. He would, And this, this part really blew my mind the most. Supposedly, he would have hired the Riddler to solve the anti-life equation. That's an interesting one. And when when, when Riddler did, the Riddler would, um, abs it would actually kill himself in front of Batman. That's pretty fucked up. It gets worse. Uh, but then Darkseid would show up wanting the equation, obviously. So Luthor agrees to give it to him if Darkseid turns Superman into his mind-controlled slave. Keep going. <laughs> Darkseid kills Lois, which allows mm -hmm. Superman to fall under the sway of the anti-life equation. Mm -hmm. uh, hold on, my notes are a little loading here. So, 
And Never then, mind. And then the, the and then the Amazons and Wonder Woman get killed. The Atlanteans and Aquaman get killed. Cyborg gets torn in half, and they enter a five-year span of what's known as the Nightmare with a K uh, timeline, which we saw in the first movie. Correct. Yeah, that's the second movie. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. I mean, if you want to unpack it, we can unpack it. I I mean, what? <laughs> That's that, that is so left field. That is like the darkest. <laughs> that is the dark. That is arguably the darkest superhero movie I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Um, <laughs> it sounds interesting. I like the Legion of Doom stuff. So, so um, to, to preface this too, before we and we'll talk about this, you know, just to make sure to set up the the idea. The concept that Snyder was going for was he wanted to create a trilogy like Star Wars where basically the second one is all the shit hits the fan. So it's not like it's just a movie for the sake of like, oh, everything bad happens. It's so that the climax could happen in the third one, obviously. Of course. Yeah, but Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ is right. The only only things that, from what you told me here, right, because the, the lowest lane thing with Bruce hasn't happened. I think that's the third movie. But anyways, the thing that I don't like is it's going to involve time travel and alternate futures. And I hate alternate futures with a passion. I'll tell you why. Alternate futures are always A, never going to happen because something's going to prevent it from happening. And B, they're always shitty. Like no alternate future ever presented is ever good. It's always shitty. So I'm going to be watching this film and watching how long, 40 minutes of this alternate nightmare future and knowing that, A, it doesn't matter because they're going to go back in time and fix it, and B, it's a shitty future. Yeah, but that's it, just me. It, no, no. I mean, when the, when the Avengers was going to do the time travel stuff, I was kind of like, ugh. So I, I, I'm right there with you. Is that like ta- like... I feel like time travel has to be almost like Back to the Future, where it is the main premise of every. You know what I mean? Like you said it exactly right. The, Back to, time travel should only be used when the movie is all about time travel. Yeah, and I feel like that's the only successful way to do it. Um, because if you start, I mean, obviously, let, let me make sure I'm very clear about that, though. It has to be like the main thread of the entire thing, like the main crux of the whole story. Um, and the reason I like, you know, for example, Endgame obviously had time travel in it, but it wasn't the main crux of the story. The main crux of the story was fixing everything. It just so happened to involve time travel. Mm-hmm. Like that was the solution. Whereas Back to the Future obviously completely was revolved around time travel, its entirety. So that that's kind of where I'm at with that. So um, Riddler solving the anti-life equation. That one was, can he do that? Do you think he has the intellect to do that? Well, you know what I mean? the in- here's the thing about the anti-life equation is that it constantly changes on how to solve it and exactly what it does. Generally speaking, the anti-life equation just gives you power over people like mind control, but it's like mind control over the universe. Um, but like in general, it it changes 
depending on the writer and the story and exactly you know how it's being used but there's an actual equation to <clears throat> the anti-life equation but my point is that like you know like riddler is obviously extremely smart um he's not the smartest villain batman's ever faced right i know he's up there but he's not the smartest villain right for what batman yeah um define smart <laughs> god damn it we don't have time for this um the most in, in uh, the most intelligent villain that batman's in his rogues gallery he, i don't think he's the smartest or the most intelligent analytically analytically he might be one of the smartest when it comes down to pure intellect yeah. it's probably Rachel Ghoul. I was to say either Al Ghoul or Bane um, <clears throat> but um, and I'm asking this because obviously Andrew knows more about DC than well, I do well not Bane Bane is strategically smart but the way that they always perceived Bane and the, the way Talia actually pitched him out in the comics is he said <laughs> you're a child in the body of a super genius because Bane lived his whole life in a fucking prison. So while he may be incredibly intelligent, mm -hmm. he actually kind of fucking has a bit of the mind. He has, like, the ambitions of a child. Okay. So, okay, anyways, I'm getting off track. By the way, by yes. the way, yeah. on the side note, we're talking about <laughs> anti-life equation. Let's switch the tracks. Actual, <laughs> the actual anti-life equation is, ready? Mm -hmm. Ready? Mm -hmm. As stated in 2005, Seven Soldiers, uh, Mr. Miracle, it is loneliness plus alienation, plus fear, plus despair, plus self-worth, divided by mockery, divided by condemnation, divided by misunderstanding, <laughs> times guilt, times shame, times failure, times judgment, and equals Y, where Y is hope and N is folly, love <laughs> equals lies, life equals death, self equals dark side. I, okay, <laughs> I have a lot of questions. First of all, did you memorize that? No. Okay, I was gonna I say. Mean, I'm good, but I'm not that good. Um, that's that's. I'm sorry. That's kind of funny. Like the, you I can mean, you can break down my life having no meaning into an actual mathematical yeah. equation. Solve for x. I just texted you. I just texted you. I like it. I like it where y is hoping and it's falling. <laughs> MX plus B, bitch. Just... So if N is negative one, <laughs> we can see it here uh... on the x-axis. But anyway, uh, but no, my point is, is that like Riddler is is intelligent, but can a human solve the anti-life equation? Is my oh, point. Yeah, I think it, I think so. Okay, that that was the that I... was that was a real thing that kind of stood up to me more than anything. It's like, listen, look at it this, not look for at nothing. It this way. Yeah, I was gonna say Riddler is my favorite villain, but like I don't know if he could do that. No, but look at it this way, uh, Riddler is probably within the top 20 most intellectual characters in the DC universe. And again, I don't know his exact placement. Lex Luthor is considered top two, right? Mm -hmm. And Lex Luthor has, at least in the animated series, which again is the animated series, solved the anti-life equation. If Lex Luthor in any reality is capable of, and I would say comic book Lex Luthor could, then... I would say Mr. Miracle, uh, not Mr. Miracle, uh, Mr. Terrific and Batman could. I would say it's not that far of a stretch that Riddler could. I mean, I can definitely see Lex, so that's a good point. That's a good point. But that's out of everything on that one, that's what stood out the most to me. That and the fact that everyone dies. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sucks to suck. I mean, how do you sell that? <laughs> well, I mean, shit, they did that with Avengers, so it makes sense. So mm -hmm. the third movie, any, any other comments about the second movie before we roll into the third one? 
Nope, just a big bucket of tears. <laughs> so the third one leaves off right where the second one left off with the world being conquered by by Lex and Darkseid. Uh, with Superman as their attack dog, basically. the wor yes. Most of the world's population would have been turned into parademons. Uh, and the remaining Justice League would be made up of Batman, Flash, what's left of Cyborg, because he was torn in half, Mera, and Deadshot. Now that's Interesting. A now that's a Justice League. <laughs> gotta, get, gotta get my Will Smith in there. Of course, yeah, why not? <laughs> ah, that's hot. Um... <laughs> And it was around this time that the Green Lantern would show up. <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> um, this, the, this darkest timeline Justice League uh, con uh, concocted a plan to use what's called the Cosmic Treadmill to send Barry, the Flash, back in time to warn them before all the bad stuff happens. Uh, but they can only do it once a year because they have to wait for the planets to align. Then, in, then, then the bad Superman shows up and kills the rest of the Justice League. Because, you know, um, while they buy Barry enough time to go back in time to warn them their past selves. He succeeds, and this sets up a third act fight where it changes everything between Darkseid, the Amazons, the Atlanteans, the Justice League, and the entirety of the Green Lantern Corps. Mm. Uh, and Batman ultimately sacrifices himself so that they can win. With the epilogue taking place 20 years later as at a memorial for Batman where Lois tells their son that Batman was his dad and so his son becomes the new Batman. Mm. A lot to take in there. So what I like about it is I like Batman sacrificing himself to save the world. I do too. I think, yep. I think that's good. I think that's fitting in ending to that Batman's character. Yep, agreed. I like the, con I like the fact that we actually will get a fucking Green Lantern one of my favorite characters, right? Minus Hal Jordan, but I yeah. mean, the the fact he's not part of the regional Justice League team was a travesty. I like everyone coming together. What I don't like, and I mentioned it before, is Bruce and Lois having a kid together. I'd much rather it be Superman and Lois's kid, and Batman sacrifices himself to protect Lois and the child, kind of doing it for Superman right. as kind of like his penance for what he did. Now, I have heard some other tweaks to this while I was exploring. I've heard everything from the Snyder, and we might even see in the Snyder Cut, but supposedly in the Snyder Cut, when Steppenwolf gets sent back, um, you they, they see Darkseid and Darkseid sees them. And mm. so instead of, instead of it all taking place on Earth, it takes place in space. I've also heard that originally Snyder did not want Superman to come back in Justice League. That was supposed to be meant for the Green Lantern. That's why they mm -hmm. hinted it in the flashback. Correct. Um, but other than that, everything else is pretty much the same in terms of like the idea of second movie, all shit hits the fan, and then the third movie, there's redemption, the Batman sacrificing himself. That I heard is pretty much consistent. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, I, I would be, I would, I love, the only thing I don't like is basically them erasing everything that happened. That's the only makes, thing I don't like. It makes the second movie Pointless. obsolete. Yeah. yeah. Like, as much as, and I know I know a lot of people weren't huge on, on Endgame and everything like that, I know that, like, and I'm not trying to compare Marvel to DC again, but I will say that the thing I liked about it was, with Endgame, you felt like there was a drastic enough change between Tony's sacrifice and, you know, the death of Black Widow. Even though Black Widow wasn't a major character, there were still permanent changes made in order for them to move on past this big moment. 
And while ba- I'm not taking away Batman's sacrifice at the end, but everything I just read, it, you know, leading up to Batman's sacrifice kind of felt like, well, they basically just like kind of did an etch a sketch and just shook it to, <laughs> to, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. I hear Um, it's not a bad idea and it's an interesting story that they would have done. Um, but it's not the Justice League story I would have done. But no. you know you know what's fascinating is this story was pretty much told in the uh animated Justice League Apocalypse War or Dark Side War, I think it's Dark Side War. Um have you seen this movie? I'm trying to think about it. Um yes, 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 yes. Dude, I, I, I remember watching that and went, holy shit. Yeah, it's a fucking crazy, and it's, it's opposite to what the actual Dark Side War story is. The Dark Side War story is completely different in the comics, but this is basically what I think, I think at the time when they made this film, the, the anime film, it was like, well, let's tell this story that Zack was going to tell only let's tell an animated format. They did a very good job with it. It was actually a really solid animated film. So, and it didn't take three it's, films to tell. It's just brutal as fuck. Yeah. I mean, in the first ten, ten minutes, like, everyone dies. See, for basically, see, for me, if we were going to do a trilogy, I would have done, like, I don't know. I feel like the second one, you don't need to kill them, but you can have them go their separate ways. You know what I mean? Like, I, like you obviously remember the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. One of my favorite, like, lesser-known episodes, and I, t- I can't remember the name of it for the life of me, but it's when they all start fighting, and they look like they're going to break up. Do you remember that one? I think so. Is that the one where Batman gets ambushed by a bunch of the bad guys? He goes, I wish I called my friends. Oh, yes, wait, yes, 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 yes. That's Which the one. is a fucking fantastic line. I love the smile. I- <laughs> Yeah, it's I I forget what it was, but one of the bad guys, I think it's Clayface, says, "I brought my friends along." Batman, he goes, "I wish I thought of that." And then, wait, boom, explosion! Oh wait, I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that story I felt like could be really, um, you know, because it was hard to bring them together in the first place, and you have such different characters and different personalities that I felt like if you and this is just me, if I was in charge of the trilogy, I wouldn't have killed them because then you can still do. You know, separate movies if you wanted to, separate franchises, then bring them back for the third if you wanted to go that route. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Yeah, I agree. I think the I think the biggest problem with this movie series and with the DC film universe is is I just don't think they were thinking far enough ahead. They were trying so much to like catch up to Marvel. Like for example, not for nothing. Again, I I like Ben Affleck's Batman to a point, right? But like, why would you cast an actor that's so old for one of your most predominant roles. Well, and and I get that they kind of did that with Robert Downey Jr., but it's different because he's in, he's in a fucking Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Batman, right? I my only thought was if they were kind of trying to go for the Frank Miller Batman. That's the only or a, a version of you know what I mean. I hear you, but the problem is you can only get so many movies out of him. Correct. Because look at fucking Chris Evans. How many movies did you get out of that fucker? Like 22. <laughs> and he got uh, into the role when he was six? like 29 years old. Six? Let's see, the, the three, three Captain Marvel. Seven. 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 The, 
three, four Avengers. Yep, seven. And then was he in anything else? Yeah, seven. So yeah. you got seven films with this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And he started when he was, I think, 29. Maybe. God, now I feel fucking... <laughs> well, but you go, see what I'm my... saying? Yeah, no, no, I, I get your point. Um, Actually, that just popped in my head, too, because I wanted to make sure I brought this to your attention. And I hope that you know what I'm talking about. You know Bat in the Sun. Yeah, of course I do. Did you see the short film they put out? I did, yes. Oh, Please let us talk about how great that is. It was great. I did have one complaint, but it was really good. Uh, you did have one complaint or no complaints? One complaint. I'm I'm going to take a guess. Was it Joker? Not in the way you think. Okay. I thought the film was incredibly well done. I think all the characters were relatively accurate to you know how they should be portrayed mm-hmm. i thought all the actors that they got were pretty good mm-hmm. i thought the guy that they got batman was really good too uh, my problem is is that a big chunk of the movie is just batman and joker talking and while that is good in itself and it was enjoyable to watch how many times have i seen these two motherfuckers just talk to each other and joker goading the batman and batman oh, i'm not going to cross a line kind of shit it would have been nice if just like that 10 minutes in them talking would have been something else. I will go on a limb and say that is one of the best portrayals of Batman I've ever seen. It's good, isn't it? It's very good. It caught me off guard at how good it was. Um, but yeah, I think, I think some people said like, I wish the Joker was a little more psychotic. Eh, I, I still enjoyed it thoroughly, but yeah, the whole it, it, uh, uh, dying is easy. If you guys haven't seen it, it's a free twenty-five or so minute short film. Go watch it. It is very, very well done. Did you see the post-credit scene? No, there's a post-credit scene. Well, I was uh, I I was turning it off when the credits came up, and there was like a uh, a recognition for Catwoman. I'm like, Catwoman wasn't in the fucking film. So I fast forward through the credits, and she's at the end. It's nothing, dude. It's just Catwoman and Batman fucking. Not oh. even fucking. They're just, like, talking to each other. But, like, yeah, she shows up at the very end. Good good timing for your cat to be going in the background. Yeah. She, she heard that there was pussy around. I guess so. Um, yeah. I think we've hit everything we need to hit this week. Anything else you want to throw out here before we wrap things up? No. I, I think we definitely hit everything on the ball, but... Uh, Maybe next week we can uh, spend maybe 20 minutes and review the Snyder Cut when it comes, because it will be out. I'm down for that. Are you going to watch it? Are you going to watch it right away? Or are you going to wait a bit? I'm going to try and watch it right away. I'm actually going to be doing a live watch along party of the Falcon and Winter Soldier series on my Twitch when it comes out. But um, I'm going to try and watch it if not the day it comes out within the next like couple of days of it. So by the next time, by the time we do the next week's episode, we should be able to do a full review. We're going to have a lot to talk about. We'll have that. We'll have Fastlane. Oh, 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 oh. Before we go, someone tagged me this on Twitter, and we're recording this on a Monday night, so Raw just finished. Yeah. They, they announced a match for Fastlane. What is it? Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss. Oh, my God. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> Dude, I want to go back to the days when there's... Dude, they, they've been so touchy-feely about men versus women. Do you remember the days where Bubba Ray Dudley would powerbomb Mae Young and fucking orgasm when it happened? Did you hear about the story behind that? 
No, what was it? So the story. Young wanted to do it. No, no. What happened was they were told he was told he was going to do it, and Bubba felt like he's like, I'll do it. I'm just I feel kind of uncomfortable, and apparently, you know, he's like, I'm just a little nervous. And Mae Young grabbed like she, according to him, she grabbed him by like the wrist as hard as she could, and she goes. If you don't hit, throw me or like uh, powerbomb me as hard as you do the boys, I will make sure to come back here and do it to you myself personally. <laughs> He's like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> God bless her soul. Oh what yeah, a, what a woman. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, yeah, we'll definitely we'll talk we'll talk uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. We'll talk. Um, Snyder Cut. Anything else you guys want to hit at us? Of course, make sure you follow us over at Twitter at PodFandom. Uh, that way you guys can uh, let us know what you guys think of everything. Make sure you follow Andrew at Andrew Cutter Inc. on Twitter. Myself at OKFabe on Twitter as well. And uh, we'll see you guys next time for another episode of the World of Fandom Podcast. Take care, and as always, take it easy. Peace.